to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 282, The Rebel Flesh. My name is John, and joining me every time we are doing a podcast with our avatars and we're taking a sweet, sweet nap is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. <laughs> hello, how's it going? Just taking a sweet, sweet nap while I let my avatar do all this I nonsense. tell you what, you know, I wouldn't turn down a sweet, sweet nap. Life is, life's busy. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. How, how are you doing, my friend? I'm, I'm well. I'm doing just fine. This is... Uh... Oh my gosh, we are, what, 36 hours from heading out to the Midwest to visit some of the wife's extended family. Oh, yes. I was going I, I to say, I'm pretty sure all the kiddos are done with school. No. 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 One kid is done tomorrow. The other is done Thursday. Ah, okay. I thought it was either so this, it is week this week or last week. Awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Amber wrapped up on Friday, and then we had birthdays over the weekend, and now it's all right. Let's finish school. Let's let's go travel. Let's go travel. Yes, yes. So I'm going to rush to get like all the tweets for this episode scheduled tomorrow. Yes, or uh, you know I could do them. I can <laughs> if you want. If you want to, yeah, I could like, do I, that. I'm not going to say no. I'd totally appreciate it. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'll do it. Um, we'll talk about that offline and not when we're in the middle of a podcast. That works for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, uh, I want to know when you schedule them and how and all that stuff. Anyway. Oh, yeah. No worries. Easy peasy. Um, Easy peasy. All right. Well, I mean, Rebel Flesh, as we said, we're just continuing with season, uh, uh, current season six. six. Yep. Modern day season six. And, um, you know, before we get into that, we, uh, we got to uh, get to uh, what's making us happy this fortnight. Well, I don't know about you, but for me, I am happy that we've got a brand new episode of All Night with the Living Geeks out. Yes. Um, we look at two very odd cases. Uh, Seb's got this one about um, giants on the island of Martinique Ooh, in the 60s. Yes. Um, yeah, and it's and it's not just giants. It's not like giant people or giant creatures. Well, I guess it is giant creatures, but it's, it's this French scientist. I'm going to put scientist in air quotes by the way um who's convinced that things are growing at an accelerated rate himself included nice on this island near this mountain um and i think there's a bit of imperfect science at work here but love it um yeah my story is a as about a an alleged um ufo crash in nevada in april of 62 however this is something that was tracked across the entire u.s oh wow um lots of officials were like oh no it's a, it's it's a meteorite i don't think a meteorite could last in the atmosphere for 32 minutes across <laughs> no. the country and is spotted at various elevations or altitudes i, sh- I should say um, and is so bright that it actually trips the photoelectric cells in streetlights and like turns them off. It's like daylight. Wow. Right. It's crazy. That's nuts. It is crazy. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. And also, I just, you know, I, I would like to say happy Pride Month, everyone. Yes. Happy Pride Month. You know, whether you are 
out and about, whether you are still figuring yourself out, um, know that you are supported here and supported by us. And we love you. And we think you're awesome. Yes. So happy Pride Month. Yes. Happy Pride yeah. indeed. Indeed. Um, and then obviously the only other thing, not the only other thing, but the other thing make me happy. Obviously, we got this trip coming up. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Seeing a part of the country I've never seen before. Can you disclose that information? Missouri. Okay. <laughs> Missouri. M I Z Z U R U H, Missouri. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Whereabouts in there? Yeah. Um, about halfway between St. Louis and Kansas City. Okay. All right. So it's a lot of flying, and then once all the flying's done, it's two whole hours of driving. Yeah, man. Not a lot. Not a lot going going on out there, huh? Um, no, I mean, I do recall we'll when I, you know, in, in that region of the U S of a, I do recall, um, it, it was like, let's go get dinner. Okay. And then we had to drive 45 minutes to the nearest place we could get dinner. Wow. Um, yeah. It's not going to be quite that bad for us. We're not going to be quite in the sticks. See, you're also, se. you said you're in the middle of those two. I feel like mm-hmm. it, uh, how close is the KC barbecue to you? I don't. Oh, I mean, that would be Kansas City, right? Yeah. That would be another two hours past where we're staying. Oh, boy. Hopefully yeah. the barbecue, the quality of barbecue makes it out that far. I, yeah. You know, or it's just St. Louis. Maybe. You know, because that's where we're flying into. So, man, we'll be doing some touristy things. I'll have lots of pictures to share, I'm sure. Love it. All yep. right. Well, I hope yep. that's a good time. What's making you happy? Oh, boy. Thank um you. You're welcome. Oh boy. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, Diablo Four uh, just came out. Uh, having a ton of fun with that right now. Okay, um, cool. It's it's really really fun. Um, what else? What else? Um, uh, oh, I saw I saw in or not uh, uh, whatever the 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 new Spider Verse movie is called. I've completely forgot the name. Oh, of it. Right. across I've the Spider Verse. Some... Yeah. Uh, it, it is uh, a everything you are hearing about it is correct. Um, it is like the most visually pleasing movie. Um, soundtrack's great. Animation's great. Um, it's, it's so, so fun. I highly recommend everyone go see it. Um, it's very good. Yeah. I feel like I, did I see something else this week too? No, I'm trying to scan back through my week. Did we talk about the cure? Yeah. I'd seen the cure the last time we, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Uh, what did I do this weekend? Uh, I saw my my parents yesterday, uh, along with my oh, nice. cousin and his family. Uh, my cousin lives in Santa Clarita, so we went up there. And my parents were down here for. Um, I honestly don't. It sounded like it was a family reunion, but then it also sounded like it might have been a surprise wedding reception. I'm not um, really sure. It was. Okay. It seemed very wibbly wobbly, timey wimey, but. Uh, <laughs> They, you know, it was good to see them. We all hung out um, at the at my cousin's house. That was that was a good time. And I think that's it. I'm trying to think. If there's anything else that I was like over the moon, super happy about. I think that's I think that's everything, right? Oh, I got tickets to sure. I got tickets to um to San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, so that... I'm gonna be making my way down there. We'll see how that is gonna be. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a whole thing. But we we got tickets. We had a friend that hooked us up. Um, cool. So yeah, we're gonna be doing that. And then 
Yeah, that feels right. That feels like everything. <laughs> sounds good, man. I think so. Yeah, that's that sounds that sounds about right. All right. Well, before we get into the Rebel Flush, let's uh, let's uh, go over some Who news. We have some some pretty uh, neat stuff that came came about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, Doctor Who magazine, if you don't get it, um, they are this month celebrating the show's LGBTQ plus characters. Yes. Um, they've got a big interview with uh, Yasmin Finney. Um, oh. And, um, oh, let's see. I'm sorry. I'm glancing over the notes here. And the, my screen is at a slight angle. So everything is a little washed out. Uh-oh. Uh, no, it's not. I mean, nothing bad. It's just I opened my laptop a little too far. That's okay. <laughs> um uh, but yeah, uh, we've we've got a, um, a big interview with Alex Kingston, remembering her time as uh, River Song. Um, we've got oh yeah, Liberation of the Daleks. I forgot that there was that whole crossing uh, showrunners comic. Oh yeah, going on now. There's there's one that I find really interesting, and I'm kind of like, dang, I kind of wish I. I got Doctor Who magazine out. 60 objects, 60 years, the latest installment of the series that tells the story of one object from every year of Doctor Who Oh, history. that's fun. That sounds like that's a really cool... I mean, I, I, I wonder if you could uh, probably get it on, on Amazon, right? Magazine. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever looked. I think John's probably going to look. You can, but it's, uh, it's, if, if it's $27. Yikes. Only twenty left in that's, stock. Get it soon. Jeez, that's tearing me apart. Oh, I bet it is. Uh, oh. <laughs> I nice. forgot which one it was on, but I, I looked <laughs> at my I looked at my notes. Because we only ever use excellent anymore. Yes, that's the only one. Excellent. We gotta we gotta <laughs> update the sound. I think it should I know, it's been a while. Yeah. It has. It's been a while since we've introduced some new sounds. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we should do that. Definitely. Um now John, previously we talked about a, uh, a photo opportunity that uh, the cast of the new series took while filming a Regency era episode. And you're like, I think somebody's been photoshopped out of this. Yes. The shade of the color of the wall changes ever so slightly. And yes. It. I didn't put a lot of stock into it. I mean, I, I work in Photoshop a fair bit and I was like, eh. Maybe. I mean, if it was, it was actually really well done. Yeah. Um, but between last episode and this, it's been announced that Indira Varma, who you might remember as Susie from Torchwood. Yes. Uh, is returning to Doctor Who. Well, to the Doctor Who universe, I should say, as the Duchess. Yes, the Duchess. A very interesting. Uh, the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe... Uh, she was also in Game of Thrones. Yeah, she was in Game of Thrones and a couple other. Where is it? Oh, she was in the the Obi Wan series. Ah, I didn't see the uh, Obi. I haven't watched it yet. It's still on my watch list. Yeah, but I do want to watch it. And so, yeah, it's just like holy crap, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, very interesting. Very uh, good <laughs> tidbit of information there. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like this is not our only um, new character this season with a definite article. Yeah. At the beginning. And I'm kind of like, hmm, what are you planning? Russell yes, what are you planning? 
what are you planning? Oh, one of the things that I think was mentioned in Doctor Who magazine that I neglected to uh, bring up is that it sounds like Murray Gold is doing the music for the specials and season 14, and then he's hands off. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine. Oh, completely. I'm not. I'm not saying no. We, you must be chained to the series again. Yeah. Um, but I'll be curious by the time we get around to season 15, um, who comes on board to do the music. Yeah, that should be uh, that should be interesting. It'll be AI Murray Gold. Yes. Oh joking. no. I'm joking. I'm joking. No. 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 Not okay with that. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, everyone seems to be getting in on the celebration for the 60th, which is what? A mere, what, five and a half months away now? Yeah. Um, And um, a location made famous in Legopolis, I'm so cracking up at this, is planning to celebrate the show's 60th anniversary. Um, there, There is a cat flying at a yoga mat behind me um that's what you hear Mm. it's not fireworks in the distance um (laughs) anyway uh uh, it says here a representative for music and science festival blue dot said a host of whovian talks performances and panels would be part of its program in july uh this is held at the Jodrell Bank Observatory, which provided the backdrop for the, as they say, the fifth doctor's arrival. <laughs> Basically, they're having a big party at the radio telescope that Tom Baker fell off. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. So if you happen to find yourself uh, in England between the 20th and 23rd of July, um, yeah, go go check it out. Yeah, I guess so. If nothing else, you can be like, look, here's here's the radio telescope from Legopolis. Look yeah. how cool this is. I'm like, I think that'd be cool. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, you know what? Why not? Let's let's all celebrate the 60th however we want to. Might as well. Yep. Now, John, remind me, you, you're you a bit of a Beatles fan, yes? Yeah, I didn't used to be. And then, I don't know, I think I saw um, Paul McCartney on a, I, I assume it was a Grammys and he played Helter Skelter, and I went, mm. this is a Beatles song? And then I yeah. became obsessed with them after that. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so I, I would say, and funny enough, I was just talking about how my mom and I saw uh, Paul McCartney, the last concert ever at Candlestick Park. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's was, cool. That was, uh, that. yeah, that's up there for sure. So it is very possible. I would almost say likely, but I, I want to hedge my bets here that our swinging 60s like musical episode that we're going to have for season 14 yes uh is going to have a beatles connection so we have previously seen that you know a street in cardiff was kind of set up to look like abbey road yeah um and just this uh past week i guess because it was the middle of the week it was in the weekend um a crew filmed scenes inside an academic building on the parade in cardiff for what's believed to be episode of doctor who uh season 14 uh the crew had previously filmed earlier in may um and that was the abbey road uh part but the this time they filmed scenes in the basement of an unused building owned by Cardiff and uh, Vale College. 
Um, and they believe the interior of this building looks enough like the Abbey Road Studios uh-huh. to, you know, to stand in for it with a little bit of touching up, obviously. Um, now, it does say in this article, and of course, there's links to all these in the show notes, that the crew continued at the location on the 31st of May where an onlooker spotted actors resembling the four members of the Beatles oh, and a man. double for Millie Gibson in her 1960s costume. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Very exciting. I'm excited. I, 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 I wonder, man, that's so cool. Also, I just want to say, uh, Shitty taking pictures with everyone uh, and... Listen, I don't know if these people were, you know, bothering him or not, but he you could not tell by how happy this man looks and every single picture he is taking with these fans. uh, That just makes me super happy. And I hope they weren't bothering him. But either way, (laughs) he he seems to be fine with it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, very, very excited. I mean, what on earth does Jinx Monsoon's character need with the Beatles and the power of music? And I don't know. Who knows? And I'm just excited for what it could be. Yeah, I'm. Uh, oh man, yeah, I'm. I'm getting very hyped. I'm ready. Yep, I am ready, and we are ready. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk about the Rebel Flesh, starring Matt Smith as the Doctor, Karen Gillan as Amy, Arthur Darville as Rory, and Raquel Cassidy as Cleves. It was written by Matthew Graham and directed by Julian Simpson. It first aired May 21st, 2011, and it is the fifth story of the modern season six. And we have, we have a, I'm going to call it a smidgen. Okay. A smidgen of Snorri Dotes brought to us by the fine folks over at Artist Data Core. Yes, indeed. By the conclusion of this episode, the entire active TARDIS crew has either had or been a duplicate of themselves, although this isn't fully revealed until later. So, shh, spoilers. Oh, yes, spoilers. Yes. Uh, uh, Stephen Moffat suggested that the Avatars work in a factory. Attempting to make it different from other factories featured in the series, Matthew Graham proposed to set the story in a monastery, an idea that Moffat greatly approved. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Exactly. Do we have more power on the board? No, more power's no, gone. Uh, more power needs to be back. I, that's that's one of my favorites. All right, we'll get that back. Okay, Matthew Graham wanted the gangers to be scary, but not monsters who wanted to take over the world for the sake of it. He wanted them to appear relatable to the audience as they were humans who deserved rights. Yes. <clears throat> Originally, the facility would have housed a much larger complement of both staff and gangers. But these numbers were cut back for both budgetary reasons and to accentuate the atmosphere of claustrophobia and paranoia. Yeah, I, I don't know if uh, if I would have liked a bigger cast. I think this is perfect, honestly. No, I agree. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, the cold temperatures at the time were a challenge and caused discomfort. The crew were concerned that the cast, particularly the three lead actors, would fall ill as their costumes were not designed for such weather conditions. Even so, the cast remained healthy, mostly because cold temperatures causing colds is a myth, people. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You know, that's also, that's an interesting thing because you can see their, their breath yes. at, um, sometimes and then other times you can't, which is... Yeah. Uh, Oh, well, but I thought that was interesting. I wonder if they only so much you can do with that. Yeah. Uh, And lastly, Raquel Cassidy was cast a mere three days before filming after the original actress pulled out. 
Whoa. Oh, before filming. Do we know who yes. the original actress was? I did not see anything that indicated who that was. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. All right, Taylor, we're almost there, but we do need to hear a world-famous synopsis from you, so take it away. All right. The Dr. Rory and Amy write a solar tsunami (laughs) into the 22nd century where somehow extremely corrosive acid is needed and Dusty Springfield is still relevant. (laughs) At an ancient monastery turned job site, they find the crew using programmable tapioca pudding to create dupes of themselves to do the dirty work and heavy lifting. The doctor, despite all his good intentions, manages to inadvertently kick off the spark of life and a whole host of Spider-Man pointing at itself memes ensues. Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. All right, Taylor, uh, in in revisiting the Revelfish, uh, what do you... Uh... What are your overall feelings? I almost said, what are your last words? I'm going over our talking points. It's like, do you have any last words before we end this abruptly? Good night, everyone. On the Rebel Flesh, what Um, are your overall feelings? It's good. Mm -hmm. I don't know that for myself, I would say that it's great. Yeah. Um, Now, you're coming off the heels of the doctor's wife. Yes. I, I don't know that anything is going to quite live up to that. Yeah. Um, now the trope of the story is a familiar one. Um, the claustrophobic feel of the monastery, the reveal of the ganger doctor at the end are, those are all played to really great effect. Yes. But it's, it's that same trope of like, Oh, here, here's just these, you know, reusable and just throw away things. And it's like, but no, they have memories and they have feelings. And so they should have rights. And it's like, I'm not saying that's not important. Right. Right. To to think about those um, uh, those concepts and stuff. But I just feel like I see it so much in science fiction that it's like, oh, OK, here's another one. Yeah, I hear that. You know, yeah. Um, but the story itself is good. And like I said, you know, a lot of the um, uh, a lot of elements in the story are done very well. So it's like I'm not not hate on it. No, I mean, if you if you really think about it, this is set up for the reveal in the next episode. Yes, that's basically what this this is. I mean, I agree. I think it's a good story overall. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'd I, I will say in watching this again, I went, oh, this was better than I thought it than I remember it being. Mm-hmm. Um, And then it's just like, you know, I just remember, oh, what happens at the the end of the next episode that brings us to our to uh, I guess our oh, boy. Taylor, what is it called what, in a our story? Main, our main story arc. No, what is it? What's the, the, in, the not an inciting incident? What is it called? Um, oh no, do, do we not I remember? Uh, oh no, I don't remember. Oh no, I can't like, remember like things from high school. Climax. The climax. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I just for some reason flashed back to like a um, an overhead projector telling me what every oh, story boy. has. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I was like, what is it called? Um, there you go. Anyway. But yeah, I I feel like a lot of this is is set up. I think it's good setup. I think there's a lot of like really like the makeup in this is really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um it definitely is that. The effects are 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 I mean, they're Doctor Who special effects. I'm not like gonna put them over to, you know. Uh but it, it was are, creepy. Are you- are you, are are you saying the whole stretch Armstrong moment was didn't do it for you? Oh, that was I mean that was uh, that <laughs> see, that would kind of remind me of that thing that snake thing from Beetlejuice kind of 
Oh, I could kind of see that. And I will also say, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but I caught the, uh, the, um, when, oh, jeez, who is it that turns their head around? When Cleves, when the Cleves yes. ganger turns her head mm-hmm. around, I was like, oh, that is literally, um, something from, uh, Death Becomes Her, kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah, wow, there's a movie I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, I, I think... Lauren and I watched that during the early days of the pandemic, and I was like, this is insane. <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, um, a lot of, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of a lot of cool, creepy things going on there. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, overall, overall, I did, I did enjoy it. Um, what else was I going to... Um, oh, there was one thing that I noticed is... If we didn't, if we were cutting budget back on casting and maybe other things, we mm-hmm. surely in post uh, spent a lot of money in licensing not only Supermassive Black Hole by Muse, which yes. is playing it when they're in the TARDIS playing darts, but also whatever Dusty. I'm not familiar with Dusty Springfield, but I mean I am, but not like the catalog. I couldn't name that. Oh tune. yeah, no, I I. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head which song that was. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, we have two uh, songs that we had the license for this. I think yeah. that that was that's really strange to me, especially in Doctor Who. Yeah, I feel like that's something, I don't know. I mean, I think about, uh, you know, episode two, End of the World, where we've got Toxic and uh, Tainted Love. Yes, and then we have the, um, I mean... It, it, but the thing is, it's like when they do it, it's it's good. But you, it, you and you remember it. Like I just was mm-hmm. like, "Whoa, we, we're doing two two songs in uh, in, in one episode, episode, huh?" Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I'm trying to think of. Uh, oh, it it was. Um, is it two songs? No, it's one song. You don't have to say you love me. Is the Dusty Springfield song? Gotcha. Um, and apparently. The music playing. Oh no, this is different. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I just thought that was. I was like, Muse, popular artist, Muse. <laughs> yep, that's crazy. Um, I know, and and not only that, but Solar Tsunami sounds like a band. I think I saw them live with Silver Sun Pickups. That's once. a great. Yeah, you're right. That's a great band name. <laughs> do you think it's? Do you think it's a band? Did you check? I didn't check. No, I didn't think to. Oh boy, I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it live. Everybody quick. Google the mist- search Solar Tsunami Band. Band. Yep. Yeah. Is it really? I think so. There's uh, a band called Solar Tsunami. Listen to Solar Tsunami by... Oh, there's a song called Solar Tsunami. Uh, okay. And there's a Facebook page. I'm going to mute it just in case. <laughs> Solar Tsunami. Uh, yeah, it is a... He's a DJ. Okay. There you go. The more you know, folks. Ta-da. Um... Oh boy, I'm trying to think. You know what? I think one like really big, um, interesting story point was um, Rory. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, if anybody knows how these uh, these avatars that became sentient and have all the memories of of another person that looks just like them, it would be Rory. Yes, that's true. Yeah, and I can't remember if we touch on that in the second episode of this, but. I oh, was I like, remember. I was like, oh yeah, that's why. That's why mm-hmm. he's like trying to, um, he's trying to help out so much, and he's trying to yeah. keep keep the peace. It's because he has literally lived through this. Um, 
And I thought that was a very interesting story plot device. Yeah. I wonder if we do. And he, who is he? With? He's with Jennifer, right? Yes. Yeah. Jennifer yeah. Lucas, aka Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, I will say, like, I, um, I, I get why. I thought the hand holding was a bit much. Her, mm-hmm. her, and Rory. I was like, "All right, that's I'm or, I'm already picking up on the vibe, I guess." But you don't need to beat me over the head with it. Like she, yeah, I, that felt a little weird to me. Like a weird choice. I could see that. Yeah, I can see that. I I have a question though. These these like these suits that they wear. Yeah, I I you see them right in the beginning of the episode and there is something about them that just feels weird to me. Like I'm having this reaction to them. Like, did, like almost like, didn't I see this in like Stargate SG one oh, or something? <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't put my finger on it for the longest time, but there's just something about these suits that I was just like, they're so they're not like your typical, like orange, you know, spacesuit jumpsuit that you see on Dr. Who. Yeah. Um, or anything like that. And then, and then maybe a third of the way into the episode, it hits me. I'm like, these suits, they look like cockroaches. Like, that's why I don't like them. Re- oh, really? I, I felt like they did. I would have to, I'm trying to like see a picture of them again because I, I for some reason, like, I guess they weren't that memorable to me. They did look a little. They, they just kind of got this kind of like brown, coppery color. And then just like the, the, um, Oh, I'm not going to use the right word. The panels of them, you know, they they kind of like they look like they fit together like a thorax on a on an insect. Right. I'm just impressed. I remember the word thorax. So. <laughs> <laughs> Calling that my win for the night. There you go. Um, but yeah, programmable matter. Yeah. God forbid ChatGPT get a hold of this stuff. I, oh boy, we don't need that. No, we don't. We absolutely no, we don't. Do not need that. Um, but, uh, yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of setup for mm-hmm. where we're going. Uh, yep. We do get the. I do like that we we get a doctor trying to keep the peace moment. Ra- random person who does not want to keep any peace and cause destruction comes in. That person uh, murders another person. Doctor is beside himself in anger. Mm-hmm. Um, then we split up, and you know everyone's gonna murder one another. Well, and that's that. I think is really where kind of the 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 tension of the episode comes from, especially when you're dealing with you know copies of yourself. You, the moment you split up, yeah, or or the moment you have everybody get knocked out for oh an hour, yeah, oh. Oh, an hour. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's all bets are off. You know, you've, you've thrown the dice in the cup, you've shaken them up and you've scattered them across the board. Yes. And it's like, Oh wait, you know, Spider-Man memes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did love the hot plate test. I completely forgot. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. That That was was good. That was very good. Um, very clever. Mm -hmm. Um, did this location kind of remind you of the the Heaven Sent location? Oh, a little yeah, I, bit. I think I was kind of stretching in that, but um, I was like, I wonder if that is the same location, but I don't think it is. Oh, I don't. I feel like I would have seen something in the story notes. Yeah, and there is. I that. just searched and okay, I typed in Heaven. Nothing came up. <laughs> um, 
what was another thing that I I thought was because I mean you know we're we've seen this episode before and we know at the end there's a a ganger doctor revealed. Yeah. Um, I did think it was kind of funny that the doctor um, ruins his shoes and then removes them. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brought me back to my childhood where there was that one page in, I can't remember what Where's Waldo book it was, where there were Waldos everywhere. And the only one that was the real Waldo wasn't wearing shoes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Do you know? Well, do you not remember that? I, I I wasn't I wasn't a Waldo reader. Those books came along after I kind of moved beyond books of that level. I mean, they weren't. It it was just like you're just trying to find Waldo. Yeah, nice. no, I, the land of Waldos. I will admit, I did not. I did not look at every single Where's Waldo book. There he is. Even though we worked, worked at a bookstore together, I yeah. certainly had time to. I found him. Good job. There he is. The land of Waldos. <laughs> This is like a fu- this would be like a weird background, like computer background to have. Just oh God. Waldo. I yeah. imagine very interesting. I imagine, but I will say, I mean, you know, you talk about the gangers and and you know our ganger doctor and stuff. The they're kind of like half formed state. Yes, melty, for lack of a better term, melty fish faces. Me- melt, yes, blobfish faces. Yes. Um, I, I was thinking they actually kind of remind me a little bit of uh, Voldemort. Ah, oh, yes. You know, without being quite as, I don't know, damp mm-hmm. and pasty white, you know, uh, Voldemort's a little bit more of a gray, but that also might be the color correction on the film. Um, they, they, they look kind of Voldemorty. Yeah, they do. No, I agree. But at the same time, I mean, they also, like, I feel like there was either, like, a Twilight Zone or an Outer Limits episode that had, you know, like, creatures that looked a little bit like the Gangers look. Um, and, I, I, and I don't remember which it is, and I, you know, it's me going off half-formed memories, so. Yeah, that would be hard to maybe track down. I feel like I, I you mentioned that, and I go, that makes sense, you know? But I just mm-hmm. am like, I don't. I don't know uh, off the top of my head. I, I can't really think of. Yeah, I don't worry about it. Oh, well. That was just one of those thoughts that occurred to me as I was watching it. <clears throat> Although I do think the idea of a gang or a football team mm. makes a lot of sense. You know what? Hey, we don't have enough players. Well, let's just make a couple more. There you go. And they can't get, well, I guess they can get hurt. Did they feel pain? Yeah. It kind of felt like they didn't. Well, I mean, at least with the whole hot plate yeah. thing. But I can't, that was after. Was that after the the melty guy? That was at way the, the slightly poorly animated Spark of Life. Oh, I don't know. Might have been after. I'm trying to remember. Um, um, remember how, how I said the castle like seemed familiar? Yes. Well, uh, that's because it was used in The End of Time and Vampires of Venice. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, that's. I was like, mm. that's why. There you go. Oh, the return of the Time Lords. <laughs> um, yeah. I will say, I will say, I know that the, uh, you know, the the gangers being made of the flesh are all kind of like stretchy. And, you know, the funny thing is, is Matt Smith just naturally has kind of a stretchy face. Yeah, he's already, he's good to go. He's a, he's a gangly person. <laughs> he is indeed. That's, that's totally right. Yeah. Um... Oh, we get Eye Patch Lady again. We do, yeah. Um, which little... you know, kind of we we're we're getting uh, we're getting closer to that. 
Mm-hmm. So we will, you know, we'll find out more about that in the next episode. Yeah. Um, I almost kind of wish we had watched both. Oh, and know? just run them together. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, it'll be okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I um, wanted to talk about. Well, if you don't, I have a, a just a quick little yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, What do you got? So it, it, this is, I think, is the best as the doctor kind of figures out. It's the, the 22nd century. Oh, yes. So it's, so it's the 2100s. Yes. I find it interesting that it's the 22nd century and, and like the, like at one point they reference, you know, airbags. Yeah. Like that's, that's still a thing. Yeah. You know, a hundred, 150 hey, years from now. Gotta be safe. Well, and, but at the same time, like they're, they're, they're like, well, cars don't drive themselves. I'm like, really? Even in the 22nd century, I'm like, oh man. All those Tesla fans are going to be pissed off. <laughs> it didn't work. We tried. <laughs> no. Nope. So there you go, folks. Uh, don't don't trust that self-driving tech. Okay. Do we have any other any other I don't last think so. words? What do you, do? You, would you rec? Well, it's kind of hard to be like. Would you recommend this episode because it's technically a two-parter? Well, yeah. So I mean, maybe let's save that for next time. Yeah. And go, you know, do do you recommend these episodes? Yes, we can do that. I think that's a good idea. All right, let's All right. um let's start hitting some buttons. I feel like I'm very uh, interested to talk about uh, the Duggan scale. So let's get okay. into it here. Okay, I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time, it's time for the Duggan scale. Okay, so I think. We should include a last a punch. Okay. Because I think that's just a good, like, this is how I'm going to get out of the situation is I'm going to hide in a bathroom and use my Stretch Armstrong skills to punch you in the face and leave. Okay. Okay. I'll, th- I'll, I'll accept that. Now, I see your... St- uh, now, say your your note, because I, I actually have something else to say about this. Okay. Yeah, it's my as I was like trying to think of them, like, oh God, you know what? What was there really? And I was trying to think about maybe Cleves and and the uh, the stun gun, or the cattle prod, basically. Yeah, she's she's got. Now, what do you have to say about? So that? I think that's fine. I think like, hey, I I'll use this thing, but I I think in turn, it's a more Duggan thing to be like, this person has a weapon. I'm going to run at them and punch them and, oh. and then to be uh, ultimately disabled by that weapon. Yeah. yeah. You know what? 200%. I, yeah. will, I will absolutely give I, you that. I unfortunately cannot remember the name of that gang. It wasn't Buzzer's gang, or was it? I do. God, I don't know. I watched this on Friday. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find which which ganger it is real quick. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure, but yes, the the idea of just charging at someone, even though they're brandishing uh, something of that caliber, yeah, and disarming them, and I believe taking it apart too. Yes, or someone takes it apart. Uh, having oh, it's buzzers. Yeah, it's buzzers. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> he just is like, I'm gonna. She just told me if I get shot with that, I would. It would. It would kill me. Well, I better run at her. Yes, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I'm willing to go like four and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right about four. Four and a half, I think, yeah. is uh, is right where we should be. Um, 
There you go. Oh yeah. Oh, another another interesting conversation. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the scale. <laughs> what do you think here, Taylor? Well, there are definitely some creepy moments. Yeah. You know, like uh, um, I think the first time, what is it? Jennifer kind of comes out of the flesh. Yeah. And you start kind of getting the shape of a face yes. in it. Um, and any sort of like jump scare. I think there's one point she turns around, you know, and she's gone from like looking like Jennifer Lucas to looking like half form. Yes. Melty McMelty face. And then we get um, the like the lightning strikes that look yes. like them with their mouths all open. And... Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- there's definitely some kind of like tense horror elements. Uh uh, in this story. Um, but then you also have the entire idea of programmable flesh and the uncanny Valley and the implications of sentience and the rights that come with that. And yeah. it's just a whole, whole wild trip of yeah. discussion. So it's like, okay, yeah, you know, you think your kids can handle the, the scary parts also be prepared for the fact that this might raise some serious discussions. Yeah. Oh, also the, the lips coming out of the goo. And saying, trust yes. me. <laughs> yes. A lot of, uh, we, and then also like the snake head thing is, is creepy and mm-hmm. the death becomes her thing is also like, Ugh. yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it is. That's unsettling yeah. more so than it is like, and I mean, horror. also, yeah. And I mean, seeing, uh, ganger doctors also like really disturbing kind of yeah yeah i'm like oh <laughs> kind of yeah. yeah he kind of comes out and he's just he's it's matt smith being matt smith but his you know he looks like a blobfish yeah and it's like ah what is this yeah i think next next episode might be a little more ridiculous <laughs> probably we'll, we'll see i guess well i mean we're gonna we're gonna continue on here so we're gonna be watching the almost people uh, next time around, it's uh, same cast of characters. Nobody, nobody knew that I can see. Part two. Alrighty. Part two, <sighs> folks. All right. So, you know what? Actually, before we get into that, one thing I forgot to mention when you were plugging uh, all night was it really feels like giants are making a comeback, huh? Have you seen all the uh, like the random videos of like, look at on top of this hill, there's a giant there. No. <laughs> No, you haven't seen any of this stuff? I haven't, no. Okay, well, I mean, I know there was a very well-documented guy on TikTok who put up a video, um, and he actually, uh, he suddenly and randomly, in real life, this is not made up, he he, uh, passed away after, you know, he posted this video of what he thought was something on top of a mountain that looked like it was at least moving around like a person from a hmm. very far away distance. And I've been seeing more and more of uh, more videos of uh, possible giants kind of uh, popping up and uh, hanging out on, on hilltops. So interesting. The Kaiju interesting. Wars well, are coming, I, folks. I, I at least now know why I haven't seen it. I neither tick nor talk. Yes. Yeah, so I'll see if I can find it for you. It's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of other ones that are also seem pretty, uh, interesting yeah tiktok uh i I have that um pretty much algorithmed to um banned stuff and creepy paranormal nonsense so it's (laughs) that's kind of nonsense yeah it's uh it's it's great i'm having a good time anyway (laughs) 
I forgot to mention that earlier. So that's all right. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podgastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Busbuddha seventy one. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podgastica. Please rate and review us as well. Uh, you can also check us out on SoundCloud.com slash the N O T L G. The entire back catalog of every show we've ever done is up there. And I guess same on NOTLG.com. Yeah. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash NOTLG. I don't know what the weather's like by you, Taylor, but I haven't seen the sun in four weeks. Wow. Um, That's kind of a lie. I actually saw it yesterday, but I had to travel, uh, you know, 35 minutes away to see it. It's been very strange here. So, uh, you know, you can head on over there. You can pick up a, a t-shirt and a sweatshirt and just look outside and be like, I can wear one or both of these. There you go. You never know. You never know. And patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G if you would just like to donate monetarily. We appreciate any and all support you can give us and uh, keep on supporting your local shops because it's, uh, it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, or go to like, uh, you know... Um, a farmer's market or like something like that. You do that yeah. too. I love our local farmer's markets up here. Dude, we had, so when I saw, we'll get out of here in a second. But when I saw <laughs> Spider-Verse, we, I was so mad because we're like, let's walk our friends back to, uh, Lauren was not with me. And I was, let's walk our friends back to where they parked. And, oh, what's this? It was a full on art fest. Oh, like an art and wine festival. Uh, yeah, dude. And it was all like, really cool artwork and you know shirts and just cool stuff and i was like man i i gotta restrain myself here (laughs) there's a lot of cool stuff there neat actually took a picture i think i have the vendor list so i'll send that over to you even though they're not local to you but it's cool anyway small businesses yes absolutely all right everybody we will talk to you in two weeks time when we talk about the almost people and we will see you guys then see ya why do i only see a bear and not i don't know you as a person it just says you're an anonymous grizzly